It's Lyra there, and that one is called Mali. You're on in tune on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Moleo. Um, send, taking your SMSs on 34701. Those SMSs are charged, of course, at one rand. Or give me a call, 0891-104207. I have on the line Lawrence C. Tolo, who is one of the organizers of the Soweto Camp Festival and Poetry. Lawrence is on the line. Lawrence, good afternoon. Welcome to in tune. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. So good to have you with us. So, Soweto Camp Festival, what is it about? Uh, basically, the Soweto Camp Festival is a music and camping festival happening at the heart of Soweto. So, it's a three-day camp festival where we enjoy activities like quad biking and uh, musical performances. Wait, when did this event get started now? Um, this is our fourth, actually, our fourth annual event. It started, uh, three years ago, basically. And, um, the concept of the event was now to promote camping, um, amongst the, um, the young community in Soweto. Yeah. And, and what is, why do that? Why promote camping amongst young people in the township? Yeah, basically, I mean, even the, the date that we chose, it's, it's the Easter weekend. Yeah. So basically, instead of people traveling and, you know, getting into all those sorts of, of stuff, we're saying to them, um, stay in your, in, in Soweto, which is your backyard, um, leave your home and just explore your backyard. You live here and, um, be part of the community. Mm. Explore your backyard and be part of the community. And so, um, yes. you, you've got the camp festival taking place this weekend, starting from when until when? Yes, uh, the festival started on the 25th of March until the 27th. So, from Friday up until Sunday. So, you started yesterday, you've got until tomorrow if you want to join in the festival. And what is it that people can expect? So, we come to the festival, what's happening? Yes, basically what people can expect is there's musical performances, there's poetry, there's live bands, and there's also quad biking around Soweto. There's also uh, people to the Orlando Towers to do bungee jumping. There's indigenous games, you know, all that stuff. So basically we're here and we say, let's have fun in one area. That sounds like so much fun. How did you go about organizing an event like this one, though, Lawrence? Well, basically, obviously, the logistics are an event, you know, because now you've got people camping. Firstly, it's their safety, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, you have to make sure they secure their tents. Uh, also, from a um, musical perspective, um, we have to make sure they, they're well entertained. They've yeah. got the performances that they enjoy, the bands that they follow. So basically, it's now putting all of that into one picture and saying, let's make one event. Right. So give us the details quickly. Yes. In terms of us on, on, on Facebook, uh, and also at the Camp Festival, Twitter at the Camp Fest, and we've got also an application on um, iStore and Google Play Store. They can download our app, which is the Soweto Camp Festival. Our gallery is there. They can even buy tickets and see our upcoming events as well. How much are the tickets for this, this festival? The tickets start from 400 rand. So, so for 420 camp for three days, you bring your own camping gear. Mm-hmm. The second ticket is a thousand rand. So we give you a free tent which you keep after the event, mm-hmm. and you also get an extra ticket for a partner or a friend. Mm-hmm. It's a ticket for 2,000 rand. When you get a free tent, extra ticket, quad biking and bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. It's quite a package, eh? My gosh! All right, well, jump packed. So, so where do we get our tickets then, Lawrence? 
You can get your tickets from www.soyericanfestival.co.za. You can buy your tickets from Curiosity Backpackers in Maboneng. You can buy your tickets from Shava Lifestyle at Filagazi Street. You can buy your tickets from Thesis Lifestyle Store at Mfono. Okay, so soyericanfestival.co.za. I think that's the main website, so let's look at that. Lawrence, thank you so much for chatting to us. Continue with the brilliant work. This is a great uh, festival. I wish I could be part of it. My pleasure. Yeah, next year, actually. You see, you see these, these touchscreen phones. I didn't even hear what you said. Say that again. Now, I'm saying um, thank you very much, and we're looking forward to actually hosting you guys next year at the event to experience it yourself. Yeah, I'm going to tell my producer that we're, we're, we're joining in next year. We're part of the Soweto Camp Festival. Um, but, Lawrence, thanks so much for your time. Lawrence C. Tolo, one of the organizers of the Soweto Camp Festival. Um, so we may not be there this weekend for the Soweto Camp Festival, but we've brought some of the Soweto Camp Festival to in tune. So I'm in studio with Waziku Nene. She's a poet and a storyteller, also a musician, um, working with Ram Jam. Uh, CSP. What's Ram Jam CSP? Uh, Ram Jam is a poetry and music session that we have monthly at the SABC, just right here. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then CSP are poetry workshops and poetry slams that we host at the Joburg Theatre. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm also in studio with Bulen Katebe, or Zilot. Word. Word. Bulang <laughs> <laughs> is a poet also. Welcome to the show. No, it's a pleasure to be here. So you guys are going to be performing at the Sweater Camp Festival? Yeah, I'm with Lawrence and organizing and part of Ram Jam, and Great. she's one of the poets that are on the lineup and just blazing on stage. Cool. So what is it that you that you want to give them this year, Bulang? I mean, it's it's Easter, and then also because it's it's obviously targeted at young people. You're a young poet yourself. Um, some of the things that you want to say when you get up on that stage. Well, most of my poems are like basically for women. Yeah. I usually speak of women pain, women stories, which is I'm actually telling myself those stories, but other people relate as well. But I've recently discovered that I'm now more on focusing on our struggles as a black nation. Yeah. Since it's also you know Human Rights Month and everything. Sure. True. Yeah. So can I ask you to to spit something for us? I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but we could do it right now, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. By morning, you reconstruct your skeleton you hide in your closet. The nocturnal one that comes to fist on your nut, you tied around your arms. By morning, you plaster the word joy to the brutal sun. You bribe it to shine a little brighter on your skin so that you can tell your truth, be merciful in the sins of your forefathers who murdered their kind. You know of decay, don't you? You know of chronic past, don't you? You carry on and wonder if your skeleton will eventually fade. Morning, forced to sleep, taught to forget we are spiritual beings, forced fear, fear on our breakfast table that can't stand our starvation. And sometimes we just stand there, the struggling ones, that our stories must always be knitted with pain, us, the black kind. So, I mean, you, you, you didn't get invited to festivals like this, right? Which is brilliant. Which is brilliant because you've got young people that are there to celebrate their youth, to have a really good time, and then you deliver a piece like that. But what's that called? Untitled. Untitled. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up one morning and it was supposed to be a Facebook status yeah. and it turned into a poem. Like nameless like, okay. children. You yeah, know, I don't know what is this. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you perform something like that to a crowd that's really there to, you know, party, if anything. Mm-hmm. 
What are you hoping to do? What are you hoping that will do? Um, one of the things I've realized is poetry is about relations. Mm-hmm. So people relate to the story and they kind of like how you talk the story, even though it's a painful story. And poetry is one of the platforms where people have actually le- are learning about our history, are learning about our pain, because a lo- lot of people don't speak, they don't write. Mm. So now writing and being their voice is kind of like awesome, which is also painful at the same time because yeah. you sleep with these poems. Sometimes you don't sleep at all because they haunt you. The words, but it makes everything seem so real. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you're constantly, and I, I think that's one of the things I appreciate the most about poets, is that you're constantly thinking about the state of our country, the state of people's mindsets. The, you're constantly thinking about more than just yourselves, right, and the yeah. real issues that we face in this country. But more than that, you're able to put them into words and paint a picture. Um, I can talk about what's happening in this country for hours on end, that's what I do, but to paint a picture and make people feel what yeah. you want to say, I think, is such a powerful tool. Mm. So, Wazi, you have an EP out now. Yeah. I'm actually sold out. Really? If I, if I, could, if I could use those words. <laughs> yeah. I How d- long ago was it when you released it? Uh, I think it was like seven, six months ago. Yeah. Six months ago yeah. and you're sold it was, out? It was just a tryout to see how it would sound. How many did you sell? Um, 120. 30 something I think no but then you need to print more I know but I was just testing the ground just yeah. to see how it mesh poetry and sound things like that and actually if I would get people to to buy yeah. the EPs and I did so I think I'll try some more no you've got to print some more <laughs> because I've, we've had you on the show quite a few times so we've got a few tracks from the for, from the EP what's it titled uh, the EP is called Caged Heart why Caged Heart um, because as much as a, as a free spirit that you want to be, there's some restrictions that you have, and yeah. everything is surrounded by your heart or is by your heart. What is esoptrophobia? Uh, esoptrophobia is the fear of your reflection, mm. not reflection so much as the mirror, but reflection as anything that comes out of you. Mm. So it was me tr- struggling to write because I don't really felt I didn't really feel strong enough to see what was in me that could come out of a page so it's just to all other writers poets everyone anyone is in the art who's fearful of seeing their reflection mm. on paper mm. when the current of the wave invites you to go home with it why do you look for hands from the sand to save you from a journey that might save you from the pain of breathing living is an art We can't all dance to the sun. My bones are borrowed. I am a cavity-infested tooth and the world is cold. I will go with the current of the wave. My teacher said, never write down your experiences. I never listened. I run to write and sometimes I forget that pages are mirrors. I am not ready to be exposed to the drought I carry with my face. I am not ready to look into the deformed fate that used to glow in my eyes, the cemeteries that have made home on my chest. I will never understand how after all these years my lungs have still not learned how to breathe, 
how my mind knew from day one that I'm only here to learn how to write to my own obituary. These pages are a museum of all my fears, a collection of all my blood-stained toenails that have beat the ground to silence, my scars that teach my spine the art of never moving, tears to find at the exits, my hands, rivers of hurt, I die in these pages. Sometimes I forget that pages are mirrors, so I am afraid to write. In these pages I am ashes. I have made an effort not to hide behind metaphors, to write what's local, but I cannot find safe enough storage to hold my breath. All times I write, I want to teach my younger self how to laugh. Her back is bleeding. She has lost her shoe in some bush. Her teeth are black. A boy is asking her for sex. She dances for men. Her grandmother forgets her in a church. She cannot find her brother. Her young aunt rests her fingers on her nostrils. She cannot breathe. I want to save her. But the air is so different there. I don't know how to breathe there. I watch her fail the test of breathing. Every time I write, I die in these pages. I am afraid to write. So when the current of the wave invited me to go home with it, I stopped looking for hands from the sand. I know there are no hands to save me. Breathing hurts. I still have not learned how to dance to the sun. So I am afraid to write. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, <Word. laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. Okay.